If you're looking to start a podcast, the best place to start is Anchor. It's free. The creation tools allow you to record and edit the podcast right from your phone or computer. And Anchor will distribute the podcast for you. So you can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Uh, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And it's easy to do everything to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Happy New Year, my guy. Happy New Year, Trey. 2021. Um, better than 2020? All that be. behind us now. Yeah, absolutely right. Listen, I am so happy to be here with you. I feel like officially this is season two. Like, I, I, I don't have... I don't foresee any breaks unless we go on vacation or, you know, whatever. We just need time away. But other than that, I feel like the year marks marks something new for us. I know for me, I was going to talk about this very briefly because we, we didn't talk, we didn't talk about discussing this on, on the episode. But for me, my goal this year with the podcast is watching more foreign films, which we've already have some slated between you and I. Watching more foreign films, really digging into some foreign classics and also digging into some of the, some of the, some of the most, some of the more popular movies that I'm personally shying away from because they're so popular that I'm repulsed by them. <laughs> like Citizen Kane, I, I couldn't do it, but that, that's because like, that's because like I knew it was going to be good. You know, like seven samurai, I knew it was going to be good. So I just couldn't, I couldn't bear to get there. Now, I, I want to watch, like, you know, it's kind of like, for me, it's like, it's like the, the film equivalent of, like, watching Lost. Like, I have never seen an episode of Lost, but it's mainly because everyone keeps talking about it so damn much, so don't want to watch it. But The Sopranos, I haven't seen a single episode. You and I talked about this recently, and I feel like I, I'm going to start The Sopranos. I brought it up. Victoria says she's in, so I'm, I'm going to watch The Sopranos. I mean, now is the time. Why? Because we just have time. Oh yeah, we're still in lockdown, so it's like, yeah, why not? Okay, yeah, no, I just, I just wanted to be sure. What are we talking about? Listen, let's. Should we, should we just start this whole thing off? Let's start it. Listen, this is required watching, where we watch the essential films from the list of cinematic influencers and look at them through the lens of learning about filmmaking and how to move forward. My name is Trey Epps. I am Danny Taverner, and today we are talking about. 2001, 2001's Amelie. Listen, this is starring Audrey Tatou, directed by Jean-Pierre Genet. Genet? I, I, I don't know French. I'm trying really hard. Yeah, I was, uh, when I tried to find this movie by speaking it into my Apple TV remote, <laughs> my, my Siri does not speak French. Because I was like, Amelie, Amelie, Emily, <laughs> on my way. Finally, finally got it. Oh. What, what did you, what did, let me ask you a question. What did you, listen, let me take a step back. Amelie is about an innocent and naive girl in Paris with her sense of justice. She decides to help those around her and along the way discovers love. Now, Dan, I must ask, what did you watch this film on? My TV. Sure. Oh, which service did you use? Because I'm assuming you don't have a DVD. Oh, I think I rented it on through apple tv yeah on one of the services so i watched it not that way 
And the thing I remember about this movie and the reason why I wanted to watch it is because of its style. Like, it's really stylized. Oh, yeah. It's supposed to be really stylized. Now, I'm looking at the poster right now, and her skin is porcelain white. Porcelain white. Yet when you watch the movie, I think (laughs) anyone with two pairs of eyes could tell you that it's probably like yellow. I would say more on the yellow side. Like it's a much it's a much regular ass skin tone. This movie, I feel like this movie, depending on where you see it, I've watched clips. I watched clips online. I've obviously watched the movie. And I think depending on where you get it, the colors are are dramatically different. Oh. I will say, I remember seeing this movie cover when I was a kid. Yeah. And her face always stuck out so much like that porcelain white face on a green background (laughs) to the point where it was like actually startling. And I remember when I was a little kid thinking that this was a horror movie, I, I, in my memory, it's just a floating head on a green background. And I, if anyone, I had no clue what this movie was about. If, if anyone could make a trailer cut of this as a (laughs) horror movie, I would I would honestly pay twenty five to fifty dollars to yeah, open call to the listeners. <laughs> open call. So I I remember seeing this poster and or not the poster, but it's like the maybe it's the trailer. I don't know where I saw this, but I have the image of her holding the spoon in my head, and I thought, how cute this woman is cute. So and I would say about two thousand. It's so whimsical. I would say about this time I was in middle school and really, really trying to figure out like my my movie identity. And I was like, yeah, foreign films. I'm going to be hip and cool and watch Amelie. And I never did. I just never did. <laughs> I I tried really hard to be a film snob when I was younger, and I just it just never worked out. It just never worked out for me. How's it uh, but yeah, I, I want. I have no one to talk to about my film snob so <laughs> terribly. <laughs> Besides you, I guess. But you, I, again, I wanted to watch this film because I knew it was something whimsical. I knew it was something that had a lot of style. But I, I, I got to say, I didn't know what it was about. I didn't know it was about anything because it's French. I was like, yeah, it's about love. But even but like, I would say a majority of the movie through, I was like, I, I don't, I don't know if love is on the menu for this film. Like I just wasn't sure. And it wasn't until it wasn't until after I finished the film and got kind of like in my thoughts about what the events were but i was like oh i appreciate this film a whole lot differently than what i did when i was watching it because of the actual story or because of like stylistically how cool it is from a from a filmmaking point of view i thought this is really clever i thought i thought the way they introduced the way they introduced the movie and the way like we were given a whole lot of exposition, like literally from a narrator, and it doesn't exactly make sense. But I, I think the way we were given this exposition exposition was kind of clever because we're like for you know for a majority of the movie, if not all of it, we're for a majority of the movie we're seeing this movie through her eyes. So the whimsy and the imagination of it is certainly from a girl who's been sheltered from a girl who only has her imagination to play with because she's someone who. You know, she had like the fact that she like she was like self-diagnosed by her dad to 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 have a heart murmur and then like essentially stayed home is hilarious. It's hilarious to me. It's hilarious. And then guilted um, by it. He's like, I wish I could travel, but you know, your heart thing. 
Like you yeah. made that up. Pop. Yeah. I, that's I, I think it's really mean because she's like, yo, go. I, I can take care of myself. And he's like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, so I, I think because I, I think I think for me initially it was quite jarring. Not not quite jarring, but I think I, I got I was over some of the theatrics of the imagined uh, like like the surrealism uh, that was coming out of it. Not too much because I, I I sat back and I just tried to enjoy it. But I, after a point, I was like, I don't know how much I know about this movie, so I wish they would just tell it to me straight. And eventually, again, after the movie, I was like, oh, this, I, I get it. I get what's happening. And if I, if I had time to watch it again before we, before we recorded it, I probably would have. Well, I mean, I wouldn't have because I don't have time, but <laughs> in theory. <laughs> yeah, it, I don't know what I really think of this movie. Like, I feel like I was so distracted by the stylistic Frenchiness of it. It's so French. It's so French. Everyone's got their little, their little particulars, their little likes yeah. and dislikes. I don't know. That seems very like this is what I like. This is what I don't like. That is who I am. But yeah, I don't know. It feels like past that. I didn't really take much from this movie. I mean, like, like we just before I, before we started recording, we we're just saying how how hard this movie was to talk about, and I feel like I. I I know for a fact we are in the minority. I feel like people know exactly how they feel about this movie. They either love it or hate it. And if they love it, it's about why they love X, Y, and Z. Like, I, I don't know if I would call this a cult classic. Well, maybe maybe I would. Maybe I would call it a cult classic. But, like, people feel strongly about this movie. I don't feel strongly about this movie. I don't think I so. wish, like, like seeing, seeing Audrey play this woman. And I, I don't know who she is. And since I've looked her up and I was like, oh, I've seen things with her in it. Like she's adorable. Like she's really cute. She like if she isn't Fr- Frances Zoe Deschanel, I don't know who is. But but yeah. It, anyways, I, I'll try to talk much more specifically about the film. Let me let me get to my notes right quick. So yeah. So I I I, I think I would have liked this if it was played straight. I mean, I I only I, I joke about her being the Zoe Deschanel of France, but I do think if we just saw this woman who is kind of quirky and adorable and and is like i would say she's special right like she like she's we're in 2001 there isn't any technology to to ruin people's lives like there is now she's like skipping stones as like her happy place like I, like it make it makes my heart melt it make, i i i love this woman couldn't, i i, I absolutely so <laughs> honestly but then you know it, it then we get we get into the whole princess diana thing and how she essentially just wants to make other people happy by solving their own by solving their problems and then she just finds it hard to connect and the 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 thing that i hung up on dan was the idea that she had no problem talking to people she had no problem grabbing that blind guy and and pointing out you know, you know, pointing out all the things on the streets to kind of, you know, give him a sense of what's going on. She had no problem hooking up the two people in the in the cafe, but she was into this guy, and I think I think that's when it got weird for me. I was like, she she can't even have like a simple interaction with this guy, like well, for uh, however her, long. Of the, yeah, her controlling of the world around her. It's not just strangers. I think if it was just strangers, it'd be like, all right, well, she needs some level of being removed to actually interact with people i could get that but she's playing with the lives of people who are directly in her life 
So yeah, like you said, she has no consequences. Yeah, she has no shame in in messing about with other people's lives. Like, why wouldn't she? I understand like a first level of being shy, but she like actively avoids this guy. And then it it becomes like a game of like catch me if you can. Which why is he good at this game? I get why she's good at it. But how is he able to just like volley it back to her so quickly? And it's cute, right? Like, you, like on the surface of it, it's really cute. It's like, oh, look at the, look at these two lovebirds. But it's like, no, no, no. Like, it, I don't think we establish. And uh, someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think we establish the fact that she is like socially awkward or socially anxious enough to have the like the like like ha- have this thing where she doesn't want to have a conversation with him. Like to the point where it, you know, towards the end, when he's like, "This is you. This photo of mass like Zoro, like that's you." And she goes, "No, it's not." <laughs> if it's not, what what did you want exactly? What did you want from this from him doing this? What did you want? What what did you expect to happen? I don't know, dude. I, I just find it I find it really difficult to sympathize and with stuff like that. Well, it seemed less like a social anxiety. I'm not sure how to interact with people and more of a, I'm choosing to be quirky. Or like, this is, it it was more like a shtick than anything. But that's when it falls apart, right? Then it's like, then it does become, what did we just watch for, you know, an hour and a half? Yeah, like, she's fucking with people. That's yeah, rude. well, exactly. That's, that's how rude. Again, that said, and I'm I'm harping on things that I have I have issues with because I because I mean, honestly, it's I think it's an okay film, and I think it's something that that I think anyone can enjoy. But I think when you start to dig deeper and like uh, start to take away the whimsy, I think you want more. I want it. I want more. I want more. I want to know more about this girl because I think she led a really fucked up life. At the beginning, you know, being held back, watching her mother die, like holding her hand. You know what I mean? Like that. Like that's inter- Like that's interesting. That's straight up interesting. But we never really dig into it. Meanwhile, though, I I can appreciate, and I, Dan, I know I'm talking far too much after saying I can't talk about the film, but <laughs> I, I can appreciate just like this again the simplicity of it all. The the idea that she is a woman who is her main motivation is making people happy, but unable to make unable to do what's necessary to make herself happy yeah i liked um it very much focused on like the mundane things that make up life which is cute it's like i love just going to the coffee shop and (laughs) i sit in this seat because it makes me feel good or i i go to this grocery grocery store just to get my little apple like the the boring things that make life pleasant i did i did what i did think was funny was her messing with her messing with her messing with uh, the fruit guy guy? oh yeah yeah i thought that was actually really fun she's sick she's gonna (laughs) kill someone yo she's legit gonna kill someone like putting pins in his outlets what the fuck you know but she doesn't um, have to do it that's the but you, you know what i couldn't tell and maybe, maybe maybe i couldn't tell because i'm reading and trying to I, I'm, I'm trying to give myself an excuse rather than ask the question but what i couldn't tell was was there something wrong with the guy with the other guy 
like what was it that like he was just incompetent or was it that like maybe he was uh mentally challenged was it like what like, what 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 was it because oh, yeah, someone being a bully someone i don't know like his interactions with the painter guy i was like oh something is actually wrong with him and like like i get it i don't know like being a bully is not good one way or another but i couldn't tell but give us a reason why you're being the bully no, I mean, listen, if you're going to nearly kill someone, if you're going to, like, break into someone's home and commit all these crimes, then I need I need solid reasoning on why you're doing this. Just a, not even solid, I'll just take a loose reasoning. I mean, that's true. A loose reason would work. Oh, uh, again, just to, to, to go into, like, the technical aspect of it all, there's, like, there's so many bits of the whimsy, like, filmmaking-wise, and, like, just ways of telling the story that I was all about. That, you know, like the, towards the end when she's thinking about him, when she's thinking about him, like coming to the the apartment and all that, and you know, rattles the the beads, and when she looks around, and it's like her beads are actually being rattled, and it's like the cat. I was like, oh, that's that's clever. Yeah, it was definitely. I keep saying so French, but that's the only descriptor I can think of that would that would at all accurately describe. <laughs> the the stylistic aspects of this movie word but it did feel so like i don't know i think just exploring people's lives to that detail for seemingly no reason i might be wrong but that seems like a very french thing to do i feel no, like french, right. french people are the only people who care so much about nothing and that's, a, that's a like even a movie this happy and this quirky still got pretty existential at times just because it was like oh yeah i forget that we all are living our own lives and have very complex stories behind every little thing now you'll be you'll be interested to know dan that this movie was meant for Emily Watson, and it was going to be an English-based uh, movie. But Emily Watson's father was either had passed away or was sick, and she had to she had to pass. Uh, and I think there was some scheduling. Anyways, that's when it was rewritten to take place in France. And like, despite like this guy, this guy being <laughs> being super French himself, I thought that was really interesting. And I think. I think it more or less. I think it more or less made Audrey Tattoo uh, Tattoo Tattoo. Still not sure. I think it essentially made her happen in like the the, the wider the like in like in pop culture anyway. Mm. Of course, like she was working in France, but then after this movie, she was in again a bunch of things, more French stuff. But she was in like the Da Vinci Code and a very long oh, engagement. Yeah, yeah. She was in the Lebowski sequel, The Jesus Rolls. I did not see that one either. I don't think we'll be watching that for the show. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, she's still, she's still working, and she's still uh, gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. I can't let her go. Listen, there's, there's, there's a, I, I don't know if there's a lot to unpack, but I feel as though we can talk about the mechanics of this film for a very long time. But instead of waffling on and talking about a lot of nothing, let's... Let's call it, shall we? We'll Actually, try. before we do, before before we do, this was included on the 1001 Movies You Must See Before You Die by Steven Schneider. 1001. What an odd, literally oh, an odd number to, to. That's a lot. Uh, but this is a guy who, 
This is the guy who produced like Split and Glass and Paranormal Activity and has done a lot of stuff. Yeah, a lot of stuff. So I don't know. I, I don't. I don't know what, what we take. What number take is that on is. the list? Is it one thousand? Oh, n- no clue. But it's number. <laughs> we voted num- number two in Australia's favorite movie poll. Yeah, well, Australia doesn't get a lot of movies. That's true, that's true, that's true. <laughs> it ranks number 82 in non-English-speaking film in the Critics' Poll conducted by BBC in 2018. 82, hmm. not bad. Not bad. I will say, it made me miss, like, pre-internet. It made me miss the 90s. You know what? Look, like, uh, there's a lot talk. of things about this that would not happen today just because of technology and i'm like damn that there are little little moments where it was nice to see just people doing people things no 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 I, and i think and but, I, but i think that is the french bit and i think that is the like i think the american version is like norm Corey, you know type type films i, yeah. I think we i think we i think we definitely have you know indie films but uh, you know the amount that Anyways, I, I agree with you. I agree with you, and that was actually one of my notes, but I couldn't figure out how to. I couldn't figure out how to how to voice that that exact thing. I'm gonna get rid of um, my phone just because of this movie. Uh, please don't do that. Then life. I'm gonna be quirky. Uh, no please phone. don't do that. You, you make it committed. <laughs> be, be quirky all you want. You make it committed while throwing out a phone. Exactly. Where would you be, sir? Where would you be? Listen, Dan, I'll, I'll leave it to you to, to start this wrap-up. All right. This movie, while it is very quirky and very fun and cute and stylistically beautiful, it definitely made me want to visit Paris and have a... Yeah. Have, have I, a, I I'm jealous. I didn't... I went to Europe last year, Trey, for your wedding. The reason I didn't go to Paris is because I thought it would be too romantic of a city to go alone because I was traveling solo. And this movie... No, you should have gone. That. Uh, you should have definitely gone. I, I, I Listen, b- before I met Victoria and, you know, then my life sped up a billion fold, I told her, I was like, I was like, before you, I was going to spend the summer in France and live like this, I don't know. Live like online. Like dream- yeah, exactly. I was going to skip some stones and eat duck because I love duck. And yeah, live a life. But yeah, listen, go. I'll, I'll go with you. Look, this movie definitely makes me want to visit Paris and have a cute little, you know, a little rendezvous with someone. However, I don't. I don't think it's required. <laughs> it's fun. It's a good fun movie, but it just kind of fell short a little bit to me. That's okay, Dan, because I 100% agree with you. <laughs> Um, I, I do agree with you. I, I, I do agree with you. I think this was a fun movie. I am. I. I'm sure. Look, listen. Sure, there are things that you can learn about filmmaking through this movie. I think the way. I mean, listen, just like the the genre, like French and foreign films in itself. I think there's a, like they have a certain style that Americans don't have. So if you are American, like, or if you're not, just look at movies from different cultures, and you'll definitely find things that you can learn. However, this movie, although whimsical, although style like. If anything, it shows you how to have style. I don't yeah. know if he has. I don't. Know, I don't know if Jean Pierre has this style in all of his films. But you know, kind of like a Wes Anderson thing. Like he is very specific. Like his he has a signature look. And I think if there's anything, 
to take away from this film is to have a signature look on any film, even if it isn't, uh, if, even if it is only film to film. Uh, that said, yeah, 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 it's it's not it's not required of watching. There are other films that I think that, there's other that, films that have similar styles. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, less, for sure, uh, not confusing, but are less than you know. What's roundabout of a story? <laughs> um, I mean, just because I said Zoe Deschanel, like I, I think of like a Five Hundred Days of Summer, which was like this anti love story, and of course, like Joseph Gordon Levitt is like the main, you know, the main. Mm-hmm. We're seeing it through his eyes instead of uh, Zoe Deschanel, and I think like that's that's a lot. That's a that's a movie that isn't bent on technology and isn't bent on being in the twenty first century, and is very much simple and cute and all about like very very focused in on love but anyways you're right there are other french films (laughs) listen that's our show check us out on requiredwatching.com you can check me out at trey epps on essentially all social media same i mean same (laughs) one name uh danny tavener on all social media i'm also trey epps on social media yeah, we share one account. And you can, of, of course, follow the show at Required Watch on all of social media. And listen, if you are a filmmaker, please check us out on Film Freeway and uh, get information on our sites about submitting your film to our film festival, Ones to Watch, where we each week premiere short films from emerging and established filmmakers Maybe maybe we'll have a YouTube set up at this point that you can check us out on. I don't, I don't know what else to plug. I feel like we have a lot going on this year, but but uh, I'm not sure of the time the time frame. Venmos should we plug Venmo? <laughs> Please pay us. Please feel free to donate. Yeah, I mean, listen. That said, Dan, it's been so real. Until next week. Oh, wow, so fresh. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>